Welcome to episode 12 of Let's Talk Pokemon, the podcast where we talk anything and everything Pokemon. And yeah, I got some explaining to do. Uh, I figured I got enough energy uh, to muster up to record an episode. Um, this episode is probably coming out on a Sunday, so a couple days later than I obviously usually I publish my episodes. Um, I've been feeling under the weather. I'm, I'm still kind of... Not all that great, but, you know, I'm, I'm able to manage uh, at least a, a short episode today. And it is going to be a short episode, or at least it should be, considering that we haven't gotten a lot of Pokemon news still. And that's kind of expected. Again, we are still coming off all the hype from the Pokemon Presents, uh, you know, event that we had. And then we are kind of creeping up on Pokemon Snap. So, you know, maybe in the next couple of weeks we'll get something maybe a little bit more info about pokemon snap maybe not but for now it is it is going to be short and sweet and straight to the point i don't have any major topics to really talk about in this episode um probably some things i'll, I'll, I'll bring up later down the line uh recalling back to my early episodes but uh you know just again kind of explaining a few days ago well earlier this week i published episode 11 which was supposed to come out on Friday, but I had computer issues. Uh, so I actually was planning on going out, uh, out of town to see my brother who happens to know how to fix computers. He fixed it. Uh, I was able to get my episode published a couple days after that, and I didn't want to waste the episode, so um, I just went ahead and finished editing it and then went put it up there on, on, on Spotify and, and whatnot. So if you haven't listened to it, you can just go back. Although... Fair warning, the audio is not that great, seeing that when I was trying to record the episode, um, I was trying out a different mic, I was trying out uh, different locations, and yeah, the audio didn't come out as well as I would have wanted to. Um, And fair warning for this episode as well, I am trying out a new mic, I'm not sure how effective it is, Uh, so if there's any ups or downs on this one as well, uh, just uh, bear with me, Uh, I'm trying to figure out what's the best setup that I can get for, uh, for recording these episodes, but that's, that's pretty much it, right, so I, I had computer issues, and then I, I got sick, everyone else in my family got sick, and it's just been like a chain reaction, and I was, I was just not feeling up to anything, uh, I, I didn't even put any social media posts, so I, I try to do, you know, here or there, uh, a post or two, but, um, I think, for instance, like the other day, I put up an Instagram post of, of me doing an AR Butterfree snapshot from Pokemon Go, which I don't usually ever invest Pokemon Go snapshot time. Like, I never do that, but uh, I was at the Bok Tower Gardens um, uh, over here uh, at a city. is about That's about an hour and a half away from me. Uh, but the the scenery was just really beautiful, and I was just like, you know what? Let me let me just go ahead and pick a Pokemon and, and see what this is like. And I mean, it's super basic. It's like probably nothing compared. Uh, like if someone was was really into AR photo for Pokemon Snap, uh, Pokemon Go, they're probably like, oh, this is super basic, super you know simple. There's nothing here, and I get that. Uh, but for me, seeing that I took like a few extra seconds to actually you know put a uh, pick a proper pokemon and, and angle it a little bit i was like oh this is actually kind of cool so i might just do some more later down the line we'll see um like i said i've never put any effort into it but you know this is something like that one little brief experience kind of made me consider doing more of it 
So we shall see. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, going back to what I was saying, uh, yeah, I, I was not feeling all that great to record. Uh, so I had to postpone. And like I said earlier, I, I've got enough energy to record a short episode and I want to make sure that I, I stay consistent doing weekly episodes. Cause I, when I used to do YouTube, I got to a point where, you know what? It's like, okay, I don't have to put up an episode this week. Like something came up, I'll do one next week. And then it just kind of snowballed into, to me procrastinating for so long and I don't want to do that especially with this podcast so you know at least uh you know I'm gonna push myself uh to try to to keep up with the the weekly schedule as much as I can and try to get back on track on Friday episodes because that's ideally when I would like to publish them but let's go into some Pokemon chit chat uh there's it's very quiet like I said already uh I will like to bring up the GameStop Flapple event so I can't exactly recall if this is something I brought up earlier, but GameStop is having a promo card. It's a GameStop stamped promo card. So it's literally just, uh, it's in black ink. It says GameStop on the bottom right corner. And then it's a hollow foil of Flapple. Um, The GameStop logo is actually kind of, uh, I guess, a little disappointing I would expect it maybe a little bit more color or at least maybe be silver lined of some kind, but it's not. It's just literally like black letters, like just printed black letters on there. And it's just, it's a little, eh, almost not worth getting. But if you wanted to get that, uh, you would have to spend $15 in Pokemon cards at GameStop for them to scan the promo card and to give it to you um, and with your purchase. But... There's an issue. Scalping is still a big problem. And unfortunately, when I got there, there was um, no card products left at all. And it just made me wonder, too. I was like, what are they going to do if if everyone buys out all the cards? Because GameStop doesn't have a large inventory like Target or Walmart does. Um, GameStop is much, 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 much smaller. So, you know, what what is it that they're going to do in the case that this happens? And so when I went, you know, I was like, you know, uh, I is can I just do anything Pokemon? And the lady was super nice about it. She was like, yeah, I mean, if you buy anything Pokemon related, um, then I can I can bend the rules a little bit and, and, and hand it to you. And to be fair, I was reading up on social media and other GameStops were doing that as well. So, you know, it's not like she was the only one that did this. I think it's I think this is like across the board, like. Yeah, we get it. We we don't keep enough card product in stock or people keep buying our products. So, you know, as long as you buy something Pokemon related, then you're good. And unfortunately, though, still, they, there was not a whole lot of Pokemon product. Like, they already had, they had like two pops, I think I already had. Uh, there was a P- Magikarp figure, which I didn't exactly want. Um, I almost feel like I have that figure now that I think about it. But uh, there was, I was going to buy... A used copy of Pokemon Shield because I still need to do a playthrough of that in preparation for an episode I want to do later. Um, but they didn't have a used copy of that, and I didn't want to spend necessarily the sixty bucks on a, a new Pokemon game just yet. And uh, what else did they had? They had a large, that um, hundred dollar Pop Pikachu, which I already have. Uh, there was also uh, the birth, the celebration plush, which I already had. So it was very slim pickings. I ended up just spending twenty bucks on a portable Pokemon charger. So it's just a Pokeball, uh, like a, like a flat Pokeball portable charger. And that was it. I haven't opened it yet, but 
I was like, okay, fine, I'll pick this, and then she scanned the the, the card for me, and then I, I was able to get it, so, cool, um, like I said, it's, I don't think you'd be sorely, uh, you know, feeling like you missed out on something if you don't get this promo, yeah, it's the first ever GameStop stamp promo, but it's just, I don't know, it's just, I'm not very impressed with it, I'm not very, uh, excited, like, when I got it in my hand, I was just like, oh, this is it, that's, that's all, and then that was it, like, Flop was a cool Pokemon, I uh, like the, the hollow foil, uh, pattern to it is, is nice, but it's just the stamp, which is very, um, when, when you compare it to, like, something like a staff promo stamp, or a pre-release stamp, it just, it looks very pale, uh, compared to that, so, you know, to each his own, I mean, everyone kind of, obviously everyone has their own preference to it, but, Maybe I'm the only one in that boat because I know a lot of people are excited to have it. Um, but I think it's just the concept of the first ever GameStop stamp, which makes it exciting. But the stamp itself is just blah. All right. Well, enough beating that uh, headline out of the way. Um, not, I, I'm trying to think if I got anything else. I know I've ordered a couple things for Pokemon Center, but we'll talk about that when I get to that section. Let's just go ahead and talk about the TCG a little bit. Nothing major in the TCG department, except uh, in Japan, the Matchless Fighter set was released. Um, and so all those cards are able to be read on Poke Beach if you want to go there. But more importantly, are the Secret Rare cards that were revealed for that set. And man, these are some good looking cards. Like, even the Snorlax. The Snorlax is just very basic. It's just him standing, he's happy, he's patting his belly. But it just looks like such a cool, cool card. The alternate art cards, um, Slow Galarian Slowkeen has one. Uh, Gal- uh, Blaziken has one as well, which basically is like Godzilla-esque, where he's like overseeing a tower, and then you have other Pokemon on there. I think you have like the Sable evolutionary line on there, and a couple others. Um, but like Godzilla-like is like the only thing that I can describe that. The full art trainers are nice here with Karen, Avery, um, and a couple more here. Uh, what else is there? The, I think what's appealing the most to a lot of people are the Galarian birds. Because not only are their full arts beautiful, because looking at them, I, mm, I, it's a, I don't know what I like better, the Zapdos or the Moltres full art. The Articuno is fine, but something about the pose and the, the coloring behind the other two just makes it very stand out. But on top of that, they have alternate art cards, and a lot of people are going crazy for those. Now, the Articuno um, is pretty interesting. It looks like he's in a bubble. Uh, just I want to say underwater, but I don't think he's underwater. I think he's just like kind of hovering in the sky. Uh, but you have Galarian Zapdos kind of running up a mountain. Um, very Roadrunner-like. Uh, in a way, and then you have Galarian Moltres, which is probably the most appealing one, considering he's, like, depicted as this dark overlord, and everything around him, uh, the trees and everything, is just, like, black with red eyes, and it's just, it's got this very ominous feel to it, and it's just, it's super cool looking, uh, if you go on pokebeach.com and look it up, you, you'll see it, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have been posting on social media, so it's all over the place, um, but this, this makes the next set very exciting to collect. Now, another interesting thing that was brought up was that there was a, uh, gold 
energy card in this one, a fighting energy card to be exact. And it's got the, the same energy design as the uh, Sword and Shield. So uh, I, I'm guessing they're bringing back gold energy cards. I'm wondering if this is going to be a continuous thing now going forward. So whatever our, I guess, Gen 9 is going to be. And once that, you know, set comes out, they obviously will have like a new uh, energy card design. And so maybe they will have gold energy cards. But, you know, we've had it for the sun and moon set and now we're going to have it for sword and shield so interesting um i i think i kind of dig this design more considering that there's more effects like these kind of star effects going on uh but i would like to see the water one the water one is the most important to me i i wish i could get a play set of gold water energy cards that would be awesome but these things do tend to run a pretty high price so maybe that's a little out of the way uh, of my reach but still it is very very cool to look at and that's it with tcg um i think we got some v union bundles kind of announced but you know nothing really to report there as we don't know what that v union mechanic looks like so we'll kind of just uh we'll leave that at bay for right now as far as the video game stuff goes well we can start with pokemon unite nothing's happened i think the beta is already over so uh everything's quiet until now which i would expect that to be released maybe in the summer i feel like the summer would be a prime time to release it right you release pokemon snap at the end of april maybe wait till mid-june july to release unite i don't know I'm, I'm just very surprised we have not yet heard anything about pokemon unite and or at least like a estimated release date for it but, you know, hopefully sooner rather than later, we'll get that information. As far as Pokemon Sword and Shield is concerned, there are a couple of things here. Um, we'll, I guess we'll bring up the, the Spike Myth Cup. Uh, battles for the next online competition have already begun. Uh, the competition for the Spike Month Cup is a single battle competition. Allows for you to run standard rules, only allowing Pokemon in the Galar Pokedex, Crown Tundra Pokedex, and Isle Armor Pokedex. Also blocking restricted Pokemon and mythical Pokemon, uh, but you can't Dynamax. All players that enter get 50 BP, and I think at the time that this episode is going to get published, I think it's already started. So uh, we'll see the results from that, I guess, next week. But uh, if you're playing the Spike Myth Cup, uh, good luck, and I hope you guys have fun. I think the fact that there's no Dynamaxing kind of, I don't know, I feel like people would be in shock, like, oh, that's right, I can't do this anymore, so what do I do now? Like, I, I feel like Dynamax, there's been a huge reliance in the competitive scene for that, so it'd be interesting to see what people come out of, uh, of this competition. And then the only other bit of news is that there is a uh, Dynamax Crystal distribution um, I have yet to try this, but starting, uh, well, this was the 19th, so uh, when Battle Styles and the Flapple promo card got released, uh, you can get the serial code uh, to get a Dynamax Crystal, which, I, again, I have not tried this, but the code, and everywhere I'm looking, has uh, the star symbol, SGR6913. So that would be your code to get you the Dynamax Crystal, which will get you the Max Raid Battle against Gigantamax Appleton in Sword and Flapple in Shield. This is the tie-in with the release of the Battle Styles TCG set. This event runs from today, uh, which would have been March 19th, until April 19th. Uh, and it is given in the following locations. 
So if you're in Belgium and the Netherlands, uh, Game Mania. Uh, France would be Micromania. Italy would be GameStop. And those would be all the online stores. So if you want a Gigantamax Appleton or Flapple, um, go ahead and use that code and get your get your max raid battle going. Uh, Appleton's a pretty cool Pokemon. Um, I know there's a lot of fan, like, uh, yeah, there's a huge fan base for him. That Appleton plush, I think it was a, like a life-size plush, maybe? Uh, got sold out really quick in Japan and also got really sold out quick here in, uh, in the U.S. So um, there's a lot of love for uh, Appleton, that's for sure. And in Pokemon Cafe, uh, there's only one thing. There's always usually just one thing. The next event has been announced for Pokemon Cafe Mix. Uh, Hatrim will return in a repeat team event from March 24th, 2021 through April 7th, 2021, giving players another chance to get it. And that's all. Uh, interesting that they're still going on with these repeat events. Um, I'm curious if that has... Well, I can't say... I was going to say, like, I'm curious if that has anything to do with the game not doing well. But then Pokemon Masters is also doing repeat events, but they're also still doing new events. So I, I don't I don't know. Uh, I, I get that repeat events brings new players up to speed with those that have started playing from, from the get-go, but... If you're not doing new events, does does this imply something? It's just really odd that we're only ever getting repeat event announcements for Pokemon Cafe Mix and barely anything else beyond that. But going back to Pokemon Masters, um, as of right now, the Shining Heart of Dragons event is now live in Pokemon Masters EX. This event runs until April 3rd and tells the story of Iris becoming a champion of Unova and showing it in Pasio. In addition to that, a Pokefair Scout is now alive that offers the chance of getting the Sync Pair, Iris, and Hydreigon. And then alongside this, the special gift of 3,000 gems and 60 Scout tickets for the Twitter campaign on the launch of Leon and Marnie is also now being distributed. So, breaking this down really quick, when you log in to Pokemon Masters, if you haven't for a while... You are going to get 3,000 gems, which is nice, seeing that Iris and Hydreigon is available as a sync, par, uh, sync pair uh, scout fair. So use those 3,000 gems to see if you can get your chance on that. Spoiler alert, I didn't get mine. Uh, I used my 3,000 gems. They didn't get... I, they were just all three stars. That's my luck. Um, but also you get 60 scout tickets, which is good for two of the guaranteed five-star pull um, uh, banner or whatever it's called. Uh, in the menu so that's pretty nice um it's worth it so make sure you get those rewards uh as far as the shining hearts of dragons event really easy uh to get through even the the full force battle um i used the regular blastoise charizard venusaur team to take it down uh both round one and round two so not that hard of an event to complete uh as of right now i'm just trying to save up gems to see if I can pull for that high Dragon. Um, I don't know if I'll cough up money for it. Most likely I will, but um, it just seems like a pretty cool sync pair to have. So, uh, you know, if, if Iris is one of your favorite champions and high Dragon is one of your favorite Pokemon, this is definitely worth picking up. Um, seems like a pretty strong, I think it's a tech sync pair, but it does have the ability to reduce attack and special attack on your opponent, which is going to be useful. Um, I think especially for the... Uh, we have a legendary event coming up, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, I definitely keep tabs on that sync pair. 
Now let's go ahead and switch gears to Pokemon Go because, as always, Pokemon Go always has the most number of events going on. Um, right now, the Charge Up event is happening, so electric type Pokemon galore all over the field when you open up Pokemon Go. Uh, Tynamo has been released. You can get Mega Manectric uh, that's available, and then Thunderous Therian form is also available in the raids. So you have until March twenty second. Uh, to take care of all that, um, including the new time to research, uh, which ends with the encounter of Tynamo, so at least you're guaranteed one if you finish that. And yeah, that's pretty much it. So so if you're in need of Electro-type Pokemon, uh, now is the time to play Pokemon Go. Uh, the referral system for Pokemon Go is also now available in Australia. With this system, players can get a code to give to players who have been inactive for 90 or more days or to new players, and after three days, they will get some rewards. These rewards are based on tasks that the player completes, and the returning slash new player will also receive rewards including encounters, raid passes, super incubators, new stickers, rare candy, mega energy, and incense. Um, so it's only happened in Australia. I haven't heard much... In, on social media, uh, whether positive or negative about this, maybe it's just, you know, it's like, okay, it exists, not a big deal. Um, we'll see what happens once it gets to the U.S., uh, which I'm not sure when that will be. I'm curious how, how long of a rollout this is going to happen, this is going to end up being. Uh, Niantic have announced the next Pokemon Go event. However, this event is exclusive for players in India and will take place on March 28th. This is to celebrate the Festival of Colors, and during the event, Bulbasaur, Pikachu, Jigglypuff, Alolan Grimer, Seal, Meryl, Sunkern, Murkrow, Sugma, Aeron, Trapinch, and Drifloon will spawn in incense. There will be a 100-coin box for 30 Pokeballs, a lucky egg, and 10 Pineapple Berries. There will also be timed research that gives Pokeballs, Great Balls, and Ultra Balls, Raspberries, Pineapple Berries, Nanab Berries, Golden Raspberry, and Silver Pineapple Berry, Dragon Scale, Sunstone, and Sinnohstone Mega Energy for the following Pokemon. Venusaur, Charizard, Blastoise, Pedro, Pidgeot, Gengar, Ampharos, and other items like Hyper Potions, Super Incubator, and Premium Battle Pass. It'll also have an encounter with Alolan Muck. Like, it lists all those things, and then it's like, oh yeah, by the way, Alolan Muck is guaranteed. Sure. Um, I think this is kind of cool that Niantic continues to do, like, these very regional exclusive events i think it's nice um does it kind of suck that we miss out on it yeah but i mean that's the whole point of it being an exclusive event right it, it's pertaining to those specific regions um japan gets a few uh exclusive events from time to time so um i think it's 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 a nice thing i, I think this is a very positive thing especially and this is in celebration uh, for one of their festivals uh it's it's cool i wonder if they'll ever do exclusive events for the u.s because I don't think we've ever had one for Pokemon Go. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Uh, anyway, what is available to everyone is another Pokemon Go event that Niantic have released details about. Um, the event is the Weather Week event and features an increased Pokemon pertaining to the rainy or wind and introduces shiny rainy form cast form into the game. The first time its shiny variants has been visible in a Pokemon game. So let's be clear about this because in the standard Pokemon games, right, the main series games, you could get a shiny cast form and cast form will change its form depending on the weather condition in battle. So once you once it changes to rainy form or sunny form or whatever, once the battle's over, it just goes back to its regular form. 
Pokemon Go has put the rainy form, like all the forms are just available to catch. It doesn't go back to a regular cast form. So that means that they have this opportunity to make each and every single one of those shiny. In this case, now they're introducing a shiny rainy form cast form, which is the only way you can get a shiny rainy form cast form, uh, I think, in, in any Pokemon game. So it's very interesting that they're kind of the ones taking advantage of this opportunity. And, and I wonder if that means anything for the game maybe going forward. I, I, I'm talking about the, the main series games. I don't know, but uh, I think this is neat. Anyway, it's going to run from March 24th to March 29th. This event features increased spawns of Vaporeon, Lotad, Stunfisk, and more from March 24th through March 27th. Uh, and Skarmory, Talo, P-Dove, and more will appear in the wild from March 27th through March 29th. Psyduck, Poliwag, Swablu, Drifloon, Mantike, Timpole, and Ducklet will be in 5k eggs. Slimpoke, Tynamo, and more are in one-star raids, while Swellow, Pelipper, and more will appear in three-star raids. There will also be a field research task, a time research task, which lets you encounter Pokemon such as Rainy Form, Cast Form, and then Pokemon with Weather Boost will give you extra Stardust during the event, and there will also be new Avatar items in the shop. Um, pretty standard. Uh, I like the fact that there's a good number of water Pokemon in here. Psyduck, Poliwag, Mantike. I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. I'm, I'm a fan. So I'm, I'll be looking forward to this. Uh, and yeah, I, I think the, the definitely the go-to here is that shiny rainy form cast form. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people will be boasting that catch as soon as they encounter it for sure. So pretty neat. That's something to look forward to in the upcoming week. And let's move in to the Pokemon Center. Pokemon Center released a the next pin set uh, of the Alolan starters. So these are the the evolutionary pin sets pin sets that we we had before for the Galar starters. Now they are doing the Alolan starters. So we have uh, Rowlet, um, Litten, and Poplio. So if you're still continuing out the collection, um, keep go to the Pokemon Center. And make sure you order these. And then along with that, they released a what they call the Pokemon Mood Collection, which is basically standard t-shirts with Pikachu facial expressions. Like Pikachu in love, Pikachu excited, Pikachu pleased, Pikachu sad, scared, amused. Um, there's also one with like Piplup and all different expressions from that. There's a Magikarp uh, tank top. Um, there's a Snorlax uh, with a pikachu on it as well like uh it's an interesting collection some of them are pretty neat uh i don't know how popular these are gonna be although i do see a lot of talk about the the scared and the sad pikachu which is kind of sad on its own that people would want a sad pikachu shirt but um you should go check them out uh if you're into these types of shirts um like i said they have a mix of t-shirts and tank tops uh, for your interest and then not too long ago it seems that pokemon is coming out with a new sort of collection you know how in christmas time they had the um was it the deli bird christmas train set or whatever it seems like they're doing one for what they call the celebration parade um we don't know what exactly how many of these are entailed in the whole collection but they released one and maybe the first one, I mean, I could just be assuming that, but it says in the description, I think it's the first in a series of these things. But basically, you have Eevee at the very front of this, 
But then you have Pikachu riding a Arcanine holding a flag, and it's a blue flag with the Pikachu with the Pokemon Twenty Five um, symbol on it, which is pretty cool. Uh, I think the for me like the biggest like takeaway from this is that the Arcanine is very beautiful on this little uh, statue or whatever you want to call it. So it's twenty nine ninety nine. It is available for uh, for purchase. It hasn't seemed to sell out. So if you're thinking that you might want to get on this collection. Do so now, uh, so that we don't miss out. Um, but yeah, it, it looks nice, and I should be getting mine here hopefully pretty soon. So you know, if anything, maybe I can give an update on that, uh, especially on how it looks and whatnot. And hopefully, it's been shipped properly. Which I have a bit of like a, a, a quick segue into that after we talk about the next thing that was released in the Pokemon Center, which is Pokemon Kitchenware. So. They released a line of Pikachu kitchenware. Um, it's got Pikachu, like the, the face of Pikachu all over it on different items. So we have a ceramic serving plate, a ceramic pie dish, uh, utensil holder, baking dishes, treat jar, and mixing bowls. Now, the prices on these are fairly high. Um, I don't know really what to think of them, considering that the overall design is very bland, like, besides the yellow Pikachu being on it, I don't see the hype behind this. I think it's just, I think the most interesting one is probably the treat jar. I mean, that's because it has Pikachus all around it. Otherwise, everything else just has like a Pikachu face on one or two sides of the item. Um, I, I'm thinking about getting the treat jar. But as I mentioned in one of my other episodes, you know, I had concerns about how pokemon center uh ships their items and how it doesn't seem like they're putting a lot of quality into that and i saw on twitter someone put a picture of their treat jar that was shattered well okay shattered is probably exaggerating but it was in multiple pieces i think it was like at least four or five uh big pieces so it got to them broken and that's my fear if i order these Will it get to me in one piece? Because I doubt it will. I'm sure some people have gotten these things and they're perfectly fine. But, you know, again, I don't want to go through that hassle of the returning process um, if if that's going to happen. So uh, I think I'm going to hold off a little bit on it. Otherwise, if you are in the need for Pokemon kitchenware, um, definitely capitalize this on this now. Because this is one of those like collections that, well, usually with Pokemon Center collections, they tend to gradually fade out and then they, they're not available for, for order anymore. But then I'm pretty sure they'll come out with new kitchenware set eventually in the future. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that there's also two other items. There's a ceramic butter dish and a salt and pepper shaker set, which, sure, uh, I feel like these things might come in poorly painted. I don't know. Uh... I, I never, I can never tell with these things. Like these, these should be high quality products. But I, sometimes when I see the pictures on social media, when people order these things, they don't come in as great. Maybe if you guys can tell me otherwise, if you order stuff like this and they've come in perfectly fine, like they look better than they do in the pictures, please let me know. Because you know, again, I'm, I'm really eyeing that treat jar, and and I don't want to be disappointed with my purchase. So you know, let me know what you, what your experience is when you order these ty- types of things from the Pokemon Center. Now, the only thing that's worth mentioning is that it's kind of surprising that they have not released the Battle Styles TCG set on Pokemon Center. And I'm not sure if they're just waiting for a random day to drop them to beat, you know, or to surprise the scalpers. 
because I think everybody was waiting for the 19th to come around to order uh, Battle Styles on, on the website, but it didn't show up, so... And it's, what, like, Saturday, Sunday at this point, and it's still not there? Kind of makes me think that they are just trying to make sure that they don't... That they minimize the number of scalpers that try to get these products. Um, I, I don't know at this point if it'll help any, because I feel like scalpers will just try to monitor this stuff every single day around the 11 or 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time mark. Uh, cause that's usually when they drop new, new products. So we'll see when it gets released and how much is actually going to be left. And if it, of course, if the site crashes, um, hopefully Pokemon center is, has got a plan behind this. Cause again, it's just weird that they haven't released it yet. And that is it when it comes to the news. Um, like I said, I'm going to keep this short and sweet just so I can try to uh, rest up as much as I can. Uh, so we'll go into the last segment, which is, of course, the Pokedex trivia, where I read to you a Pokedex entry of a mysterious Pokemon that you must guess based on the Pokedex entry that I read you. I will not tell you which uh, game the Pokedex entry is from, but I will try to give you a couple of hints uh, in the wait time. Uh, before I reveal the answer. So without further ado, let us read the Pokedex entry for this episode's mystery Pokemon. Its body is very elastic. By inhaling deeply, it can continue to inflate itself without limit. Start your guesses now in your head. This is a dual type, if that helps any. Probably not, because I mean a lot of Pokemon are dual type. Maybe focus on the word inflate. What Pokemon inflates itself? I can tell you that one of the two types is a normal type. It has the hidden ability Frisk, which reveals the foe's held item. This Pokemon is the last stage of a three-stage evolutionary line. And in order to get this Pokemon, you can either catch it in the wild or use a particular item to evolve it from its previous form. Now, if that doesn't give it away, I don't know what else will other than telling you the answer, which is, of course, number 40, Wigglytuff. Wigglytuff is the Pokemon of this episode. It is a part, is it is the last part of a three-part evolutionary chain, because you have Igglybuff, Chicklypuff, then Wigglytuff. It's a normal and fairy type, and it involves, um, you can either catch it in the wild or evolve it from a Jigglypuff using a Moonstone. Now, I'm not completely opposed to the Jigglypuff, or to the Wigglytuff. Um, the little hair thing kind of throws me off. I don't know why that bothers me. I don't, I feel like it shouldn't, but it does. Uh, and the shiny, uh... The shiny's fine. It's not all that exciting, um, considering it's like a, a very much more pink uh, colored Wigglytuff. So it, it is, it's okay. Now, some of the trivia that goes behind Wigglytuff, there's only a few here. This comes from Bulbapedia, of course. Wigglytuff and its pre-evolved forms share their category name with Quillfish and Drifloon. They are all known as the Balloon Pokemon. Wigglytuff has the highest base HP of all fairy-type Pokemon, because definitely not of normal. I, I don't know what has the highest of all normal type. Chansey or Blissey? Definitely Blissey. I would say Blissey. But of all fairy-type, Wigglytuff has the highest base HP. 
In its earlier appearances, Wigglytuff's white stomach did not always extend above its mouth. However, it always does this in modern appearances, which is weird. This is like one of those very minor, uh, I guess, things that you would have really noticed unless someone pointed that out. And now looking at it, yeah. Yeah, I, I do recall it being lower than the mouth before. So, interesting. Uh, I wonder I wonder if there's a reason behind that, if they did that purposely. Um, not too sure. Uh, if someone knows the answer behind that, uh, please fill us in because I feel like that, that has to be a conscious decision. It's not like someone's like, you know, being lazy with a pencil and not drawing that line all the way up. I, I don't know. Uh, that just seems like a, a weird, uh, that seems like a very conscious choice that you, you had to make. But yeah, if Wigglytuff, Wigglytuff's an okay Pokemon. Like I said, I'm, I'm not opposed to it. The hair just throws me off, but it's it's an OG Kanto uh, Pokemon, so I'm I'm a Kanto fan. So Wigglytuff is okay in my book. All right, guys. Um, sorry for the short episode. Uh, hopefully, you can forgive me. Um, like I said, I want to kind of rest up my voice as much as I can, and uh, I should be back to regularly scheduled programs uh, starting next Friday. And hopefully we'll get some more new announcements uh, coming up. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Twitter and Instagram and YouTube at SpartanStrike07. If you want to write me an email, uh, start up a conversation, throw some ideas or topics you want me to talk about uh, on my episodes, you can email me at SpartanStrike07 at gmail.com. Um, I have in the works right now, or at least not necessarily in the works, but I, I kind of want to do an episode talking about the Sword and Shield video games. Um, I think I've mentioned this before where I kind of go through a playthrough, um, and I want to bring back my, my buddy Austin, uh, to talk about it as well. Um, I mentioned that, you know, he, I, I, I talked to him about it saying that he would play sword. I would play shield since I haven't played shield yet. And then we'll kind of not necessarily give like an in-depth review of the game, but just kind of discussing some main points of the game, our likes and dislikes, and and just kind of, you know, in celebration of the Galar month for the Pokemon 25 celebration event. Because um, then next month we would be doing uh, the Sun and Moon games. So anyway, without further ado, thank you everyone for your patience, for your support. I highly appreciate it. And I can't wait for next week so we can continue talking about anything and everything Pokemon.